Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. All right, thanks, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Here's our toll-free number. It is 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, so much to get to, and I guarantee it's information you're not getting anywhere else from the media mob. Um, We had yesterday the two whistleblowers, if you remember Gary Shapley, uh, go before the House Ways and Means Committee and Joseph Ziegler. Joseph Ziegler is a Democrat. Joseph Ziegler, in his opening statement, actually lectured his fellow Democrats. He says, I can tell you that as a fellow Democrat who has previously voted for your Democratic colleagues, I am extremely disappointed and hurt by some of your comments and actions. I have read the recent comments, concerns, attacks lodged by some of you during the most recent executive session, and I fear how those comments might chill and intimidate future whistleblowers from coming forward again in the future. Those comments that you have lodged have impacted me and my family. My husband's business has been attacked. I have been personally attacked by Biden family members and members of the media. You know, do do you want to be another mouthpiece for the Biden family attorneys? Or do you want to take some time to understand what went wrong here and make a bipartisan attempt to prevent it from ever happening again? It's a Democratic whistleblower. I thought Democrats love whistleblowers. They only like whistleblowers that hate Trump or hearsay whistleblowers that are not real whistleblowers that hate Trump. They have discovered 327 Joe Biden emails, uh, you know, between him and a lot of them are with Eric Sherwin. That's the money guy that Hunter used to always talk about. Uh, which account should I use to fix Pops, uh, you know, uh, fence or fix Pops, you know, pay for Pops' home repairs. You know, 54 emails. Joe Biden's not supposed to have a private email. If this was Donald Trump, he'd be arrested by now. But emails under a pseudonym, Joe Biden to Eric Sherwin, the money guy, when he was vice president. You know, in 2014, five emails, you know, just days before the president actually went to uh, Ukraine. In one case, 27 with Sherwin before he went in a November trip, I believe, in 2014, same year. 2015 is the year that the Obama administration in October, they adopted as their official policy that they would give Ukraine, you know, a billion dollars in loan guarantees. Five days before Joe's trip, Joe was on the phone with Burisma executives at a point when they desperately needed D.C. help. Hunter is on the call. Hunter and the Burisma executives are meeting in Dubai. And five days later is when Joe leveraged the billion to get a prosecutor fired. That resulted in his son continuing to be enriched for in an industry that he himself admits he had no experience in. I mean, you can't you can't make any of this stuff up. But anyway, so we'll get to the chairman of the, the powerful House Ways and Means Committee. Jason Smith will join us later in the program later also. We're going to go back to an issue we we started on a little bit yesterday, and that was, you know, these these college presidents from MIT, Harvard, Penn, et cetera, refusing 
to say whether calling for genocide of Jews is bullying and harassment according to their codes of conduct. They wouldn't answer the question, even going as far as to say that it needs to turn to action first. Well, I mean, if you look at college campuses today and all the stories we read about college campuses today and the atmosphere, for example, it's a hostile environment for any conservative on any major college campus. You know, I admire some of the younger conservatives coming up that, you know, they're still willing to go there and talk to these these kids at college campuses, but usually it becomes a complete Adam Schiff show and they don't even let them speak half the time. And I'm like, who needs that aggravation? I've been invited by many, many colleges to speak. And I'm like, no, thanks. I got better things to do. I think I have to clean my toilets about that time. I think I'll, I'll go pick up Linda's fat cat. I'll clean out her kitty litter box. I, 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 I'm not going to be able to make that one. I do. I'd rather do. I'd rather rake the leaves, which I hate. Although I do like leaf blowers, especially the really loud ones that are gas powered. They're the most fun that you put on your shoulder. They're awesome. They are so awesome. Best ever. Um, but, you know, here you have the presidents of some of the most prestigious universities, and they refuse to say whether calling for genocide of Jews is bullying and harassment. This in, in this woke era, this these politically correct times, that is acceptable. Would it be acceptable if it was racist comments being made? It, would it be acceptable if there were homophobic comments being made? Would it be acceptable if there were trans comments that were being made? LGBTQ comments being made? Would it be acceptable if Islamophobic comments were being made? I don't think so. Then why would they allow the calling for genocide of the Jewish people? And they've heard it but they won't do a thing about it and they're not even willing to classify this and call this bullying and this harassment what it is and and stating unequivocally that it violates their codes of conduct because you know if it was any other i quote identity group i think it would be a very different reaction may i ask a question sean yes ma'am we take questions from the gallery I, this is what i love about the show i'm is a serious question so Elise Stefanik asked these three nitwits what would classify the bullying and the harassment. And each of them said, because they clearly practiced before the, the testimony, that it would have to turn into conduct. It would have to turn into action. That's what I just said. Yeah, I, I, I know. And then, <laughs> yeah. and so my point is, <laughs> it's so fun here. But my point is, what what does that mean? If we turn genocide into action, do you want them att attempted murder? Do we need to like start, I mean, do they recognize that you're, you're raising an amazing point? What the hell are they looking for? Right. Genocide of Jews is bullying and harassment according to their codes of conduct. They refuse to answer that going as far as to say it would have to turn into action. Well, is the action genocide is what you're the question you're asking? Well, I would assume any physical altercation is probably what they meant. And that's me giving the benefit of the doubt. To, but if I to came people, out that have no business right. being the president of prestigious universities so, ever. If I came out and I said to that president, you know what, President Claudine Gay, I would love to uh, commit genocide against you. You know, I would. Oh, that's not a threat. I'm just talking. It's just words. See, understand, parents, and and I've experienced this, and I was I was one of these stupid parents. I'll admit, I, I, I wasn't the perfect parent, but I was really stupid and dumb and naive. I actually thought 
that you send your kid off to college, your kid graduates from college, and, and my job as a parent is pretty much done, and there's nothing further from the truth. And I'll tell you, the, the education level, the things that my kids have, have told me, you know, out of, the, out of respect for their privacy, I've never talked about their years in college or the things that they tell me or the things they're texting me about what's going on in a class in real time. That, you know, I'm like, I remember my daughter, I actually said, everybody in the room had to tell something about themselves and people were saying some very interesting things in the class. And she goes, uh, Daddy, what do you think I should say? I said, my father's name is Sean Hannity. He works on the Sean Hannity radio show, syndicated around the country on 735 stations. And he works at the Fox News Channel. And I agree with everything he say. He says, say that. Ha uh ha, -huh. very funny, Dad, very funny. I thought that was actually pretty funny uh, because we know what the reaction in all likelihood would have been. It would not have been particularly favorable. Uh, Columbia University, they have announced an Ivy League institution. They have announced, and, by, and, you, and now think about this. How many parents dream of their kids going on an Ivy League school? You know what? I have no dreams of any kid that I like and care about going to Ivy League schools. Now, I do have relatives that have gone to Ivy League institutions, and uh, I have, you know, I won't mention who they are, very close relatives that have been to some of the top ones, and they've done very well. And, you know, when I hear their stories, it, it, it's, it, you can't believe it. You know, the interesting thing is, if you get into the Ivy League school, the schooling part, Unless, of course, you're going into a very specific profession like medicine or dentistry or maybe you want to be a lawyer or, you know, it, it's it's actually the easiest classes they've ever taken. The real education for them took place back in high school when they worked really hard so that they'd have the grades so they at least have a shot at getting into an Ivy League institution. But you pay, what, 80, 100 grand a year? And all these schools, by the way, they only want you to pay more money. Always hitting you up for money, constantly hitting you up for money. Anyway, but, you know, you pay 80, 100 bucks a year. You're proud of your son or daughter. They get into this Ivy League school. And now a student group at Columbia University is hosting an event on the significance of the October 7th, uh, quote, Palestinian counteroffensive. No, that counteroffensive is called an act of terrorism where they murdered, where they raped where they beheaded, where they destroyed innocent life. That's what happened on October 7th. This is not a moment for moral ambiguity. This is a moment where everybody that has a heart, a conscience, and a soul would agree that that is terrorism, something I would think every American would speak out against. Only 4% of American universities actually condemned Hamas as a terror attack on Israel. 4% of American universities condemned it. That's it. Why isn't it every uni college, uni college and every university? You know, it, wh why don't they want the free and open exchange of ideas and ideals and opinions? When I had Professor Dershowitz debating Professor Cornell West on my TV show, well, I said, you know, the sad part is, is we can't bring this debate to Harvard. They'd never allow it to happen. And I, we actually reached out to them. Shockingly, nobody got back to us was the last I heard. And even if it did happen and a date was set, 
What do you think the odds are that event would never, never be able to be pulled off? Because you'd have all the crazies showing up and silencing what would be a really important debate on college campuses. Because you know what? People that are anti-Semitic are repugnant, just like racist people are, just like sexist people are, and misogynists are. Uh, and, and frankly, everybody should leave the LGBTQ community. How about leaving people alone and not attacking them and let them live free as adults in this country? You know, that's why I, I, I can't understand. If you look at some of the defense of some of these groups and organizations, has, has anybody looked at, at how radical Islamists and their countries treat women? Is anyone paying attention to what happens to people in the LGBTQ community in, in some of these Islamic republics? What happens to them? We've chronicled all of this on the show. And rightly, Congresswoman Stefanik grilling, you know, these presidents over the, the calls for antifada. Uh, and, you know, wipe Israel off the map from the river to the sea, et cetera, et cetera. By the way, billionaire uh, Bill uh, Ackman has demanded the resignations of Harvard, UPenn, and MIT presidents after all they, after all three refused to say if calling for genocide of the Jews is harassment. I can't even believe we have to discuss this in this day and age. I can't believe... It's like the 1930s, and you are listening to somebody that has never, have I ever, ever used the Nazi analogy, Linda, you've been with me nearly 20 years. How often have I said it is inappropriately Not used? Once. You don't use it. It is inappropriately used by people, and it is overused. And, but in this case, we, we, we have all the comparisons and the things we've read and the things we've heard and the things we've seen with our own eyes and students having to lock themselves in closed doors. What, what the hell is going on here? There's no, there's no need, moral ambiguity in this. This is a moment for real moral clarity. You know, occasionally in life, something great comes along. It's a game changer for the better, like jet engines, microwave ovens, cell phones. Now, recently, our friends at Rhino Metals, they are America's leading gun safe manufacturer. They launched their amazing new gun safe design. It definitely falls into this category. It's called Safe X. I now have two of them. It means you get the anti-pride protection and security of safes that cost thousands and thousands of dollars more. And right now for 749 bucks, that is the best price point I've ever had on any safe I've ever owned. You will get the Rhino most popular full-size fire rated SafeX gun safe and they'll curbside deliver it right to your home. Now in Rhino Pride Test, this safe outperforms all these other brands that cost five times as much. And they have other safes and vault doors on sale as well, up to a thousand bucks off. But by far, they're the best safes on the market, the best vault doors you can buy. Check out these side-by-side break-in testing videos. Go to their website. It's rhinosafeoneword.com. You spell rhino like the animal, R-H-I-N-O-S-A-F-E, one word, rhinosafe.com. Check it out for yourself. Look, I've owned plenty of gun safes over the years, and this is without a doubt. The Rhino Metal Safe are better in every way imaginable, and they have the best warranties and the best support. That's rhinosafe.com. 